This is DC702, host of the University on Podcast. Follow my podcast everywhere and subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on all my socials, Twitter, official DC, underscore, underscore, Instagram, underscore, underscore, DC702. And my guest is an artist that I love doing songs with. We even got a group album. And we, one half of the duo, officially no labels. The independent artist Junior from Orlando, Florida. All right, welcome to the show, bro. Yo, glad to be on the show, bro. All right, so the first question I want to ask is what inspired you to do music and if music was in the plans or anything? So, what inspired me to make uh, music and all this stuff is based on like Eminem, listening to the Eminem show album way back as a kid. That's like my main reason to start rapping. and just trying to see that, like, develop that as a career. I had my, my questions about it, whether I want to continue that or I wanted to go ahead and just, like, give up on it. You know, you always have that, that what-if scenario. Uh, even right now, it's just, like, a struggle with life going on. It's just, like, do I really want to keep doing it or do you want to, like, put it off to the side or just, you know, give up eventually? So it's always that constant battle whenever you're making music. Yo, I go through the same thing. Like, I went through it with my last projects within the last year, man. I just just kept thinking about retirement. Even with my album, Too Late for Flowers, I just always had retirement on the back of my mind. But I'm thinking I'm having all this success right now. Why would I retire? You know, even with, like, multiple distribution companies, you know, I would be dumb to give that up, (laughs) you know, and to turn back around. Exactly, man. So, how do you pick your beats? Because I know it's a, it's a pattern with your production. Like, do you think about how would it sound sonically with your albums or with the themes or with the lyrics that you write? I mean, I know you freestyle, <laughs> but I want to know, like, how do you go deep into, like, freestyling? Like, do you think, well, this is the beat I'm going to freestyle to? Well, it just one of the beats attracts me, man. You feel me? Like if that beat tells me like a good story, like I can go ahead and make a song out of. 
I also like it, but like it, it just depends on the beat. Like if it's good, um, the bass is hitting. If there's a sample on it, I like it. Or if it's just like that tap that's kicking around, I, I it's something that tracks for me to the beat. Um, there are some beats where I can just like listen to it and just like, yeah, it's good. Or it's like it's ass for me. I'm just like whatever. Um, even for like freestyling on it, I know the subject matter of what I want to talk about on it. So like. If, if the beat's good, I go for it and just get, make a song out of it, whether I use it or not. Uh, just be, depends on what's going on for my flow and what I'm feeling on. Yo, that's dope because I feel like when I work on like different projects, like I would come up with the cover art first, and then I would just think about the beats that I wanted to match it. So I usually will write first, but then I start mismatching it. So. <laughs> But it's kind of confusing to me because I do it so regularly. So when I do it regular, it's just like I'm I'm thinking deep thought. Like, should I just come up with the the verses first, or just figure out my direction? You know. But hey, to each his own. Yeah, man. It's just based on what you want to create out of that song. So like, if you're just trying to put it out, like. Uh, I, I would always structure like the verses first, and then the hook comes last. And then, like working on for cover arts, I'm always making up cover arts, whether it's gonna be a project that comes fulfilled or a project I just put up later or just drop it up entirely. So it it just depends on like how you want to structure it. Some people have their own ways of making a song and making an album. Yeah. So ha- have you ever worked on a project or a song and you just be like? Man, I'm not feeling this shit. They just scrap it. <laughs> yeah, man. There's like a couple of songs I have that I just scrap over. I like it's not recorded and shit, but I'm just like I keep it in my vault. Um, even for projects too, I have like a lot of unreleased albums. Like I, I scrap over time. Like there was one album I was gonna be like it was gonna be like a boom bap. It was supposed to be my third studio album, but I was just like fuck it. Put it off to the side. I still even have it ready, ready to go. Like one of the songs that came out of it was from 1886. That was gonna be like a lead single from that album, which is it's still on my um, streaming services. But I don't think I'm gonna release that album anytime soon. So I know you uh, showed me a uh, project called Chad. You still working on it? Yeah, that's the project I was referring to. Um, I'm not even working on that one, to be honest with you. I just, like, put that off in the back burner. I don't think I'm ever going to touch it again. Yeah. And I feel the same way with, um, it was a, a project that I was working on called Everybody Envy. Like, I know we did the song for my album, Icons Don't Sleep, but I feel like it was just a different space that I was in when I felt like everybody was envying. And that was even before I did DC versus Everybody too, because so many producers hated that album. To, I mean, that that's well, I mean, it's it's a mixtape, but a lot of people consider it like an album because I did like album songs for it. Like I gave it that album feel, but it's still a lot of producers that just hated that shit because not only I was in a good position, but you know, since the distribution company have a partnership with the Ultra. And they was owned by Sony, so I'm like, 
you know what? I'm gonna just put this out there because I'm tired of delaying this. Because even when I was working on that track, um, uh, turn your back, featuring uh, Louis the franchise. Shout out to him, by the way. Yeah. And uh, we did Sucker for Love remix. But the crazy story about that, that was his remix, but he didn't want to put it out. So I had to um, master and mix his whole original song. And I was like, yo, let me hop on that beat. You know, hop on the remix. And then he he made me redo that whole song, bro. Because <laughs> I made like two ver- I made like two versions of it because the auto-tune was heavy. But, you know, I was trying to mumble with it like... You know, like just Cuddy vibes or Kanye vibes, and then he was like, "Yo, that don't sound good. Do it again." <laughs> and then he he asked me, uh, "Did I know a vocoder?" I was like, "Yeah, I know about it." And then he was like, "Yo, you should do your auto tune through that." And at that time, I'm like, "Yo, I really don't fuck with auto tune like that." And then he was like, "Yo, you you should go somewhere quiet and just record." I'm like, "Man, this really the politics of it." <laughs> so it's like yeah man so it's like the politics and then just the overall vibes of it like hate me so much um all my life featuring JC612 shout out to him and then flesh um cuz love curse was supposed to be on DC versus everybody too but you know uh shout out to Alo like he was going to Louis the franchise cuz that was his inner uh engineer my bad. And then he was, you know, had some things in the way too, so we had to prolong that. But no fall off, man, that 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 could have been like a classic mixtape, but I decided that it should be an album. But um I was gonna ask you another question. I know you took a break for almost two and a half years. What what made you take that break? Like after twenty fifteen, you disappeared. After 2015, which was basically like being able to just like moving out to Orlando, because at that time I was living in Miami for a bit. Yeah. So I moved out to Orlando, had to go ahead and just deal with life, just trying to find a job, trying to get some bread, and just like chill out. I was living my life around that time, right? So it was just like going out, meeting new friends, trying to get some girls and all that shit. So just, you know. <laughs> yeah, because. Just living life, that's all I was doing, you know. Yeah, because while I was working at that time, I felt like, damn, I, I thought you gave up on music or something. <laughs> nah, man. It was just like, for me to create music, I tried to, but it's just like, I put like uh, a mixtape out called Silver Cross, and that shit was just like straight ass, bro. That was like my best project to that day. So like, once I got into like the whole hang of like using a new app for making music and shit, yeah. then I was able to go ahead and at least get it started. I'm still using that same um, program here to make music, so that's what I'm using. I've been using for years now. Um, and even with this program here, I'm able to go ahead and put like a mix around my hooks, verses, and all that shit all around so much better than what I can before. So it's like a gift and a curse. So I'm glad I took this time off just to rejuvenate, you know, and just like change my whole. My whole palette of taste. Even for those times that I didn't record, I was actually planning a lot of music in advance. So I was making uh, almost like 17 projects planned out with beats in place. 
from like 2013 to 2017. I was just like getting all that writing before back to back. I remember when we uh, did the, uh, the first officially no labels EP, we was going to do another project called Greatness. And I was thinking like, that was a dope ass album cover, but we never did it. So I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, he must have scrapped it. Because <laughs> I, I didn't see the post yeah, for man, it no man. more. Yeah, man, even with that project, I was, like, getting ready for that shit, and then, like, everything just changed out of blue. So, you know, fuck. I had to scrap most of my projects, too. Um, because after Soul Talks, I had, like, a few ready to come out. Um, get that started off. But even with the whole cover arts, man, I just, you know, you've seen me from my, my from my beginning for freaking cover arts, and just for, like, all the cover arts I make now. Like, I've literally done all my shit from cover arts, designing and giving that shit. And I felt like during the time that you went away, I felt like I was burning myself out. It was like early 2016 and between the middle of 2016. But at that time in my life, I felt like I had so much shit to write about. Like I was going through ups and downs with my breakups and just, you know, on and off that type of shit. And then just me feeling depressed. Like I, I feel like, 2016, I made some good music, but then I feel like after that, everything just went downhill to around 2017, and that's when I started to feel myself again, because the last project, because I, I would try to do like seven projects in like two years, just to be consistent, because at that time, I was just working to feel like, well, what if a deal was around the corner or something, or just get a, a good look from a a beat maker or a producer or something, but then it never happened. So I just, you know, regrouped to myself and then just came up with just multiple mixtapes after that. So by the time of the end of 2017 and the early of 2018, by that time I was just sitting at like 19 projects. So I'm thinking, what if I did take that break off would I still be consistent like that? Like, would I still have that same hunger? And then, would I still have those same projects out? But I, I guess I'll never know. Because <laughs> it's not 2017 no more. Yeah, man. I mean, you can, it's always good to take a break, at least for the whole, whole time. Like, even for, like, this whole year, I've been at least recording at least every month or two. I'll dedicate at least like two to three weeks of like recording like different projects and just saving it off for the side. Like right now, I just just finished with mixing up um a more five. Yeah. So like I'm gonna go ahead and just like get that in the final stages so I can put it out and put it up for my label to go and approve. And then by next week, I'm gonna go and start working on different projects again. So, like, I got this whole weird uh, pattern that I do. So, it's just, like, I record. Well, I listen to beats. Once I get the beats to stash, I usually record up to 25, 30 songs. Pick out some of the ones I want to use. 
make them, master them, then save them off for the body, then I'll repeat the process. Sometimes it's taking me like a week or two off where I just want to chill, don't need to record. Yeah. Go ahead and build up some like different clothes, different melodies, and all that shit. Yeah, because I remember when you was telling me to do like 600, 700 songs, I was like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, yo, how am I come up with like 700 uh, ideas or just rap on 700, uh, 600 beats? But hey, but sometimes you got to make that sacrifice, even if it take off a year. Like, you got to do what you got to do or take off like a year and a half <laughs> to get that shit done. Yeah, man. <laughs> like recording is not easy to do though like especially the takes from last year from 2021 I had like it was almost a thousand songs maybe more just like left off on the side and that's just unreleased songs that I haven't put out so it was just like if I really wanted to I can I can live off like some of the songs I already made for some of them are good some of them are not so it's just a good trial and error that's why you gotta like what Little Wayne does he goes into the studio like after like his tours after going being on stage goes in the booth records for a bit um even with tupac he said if you make at least three songs every day you have enough to make a project that's true yeah because with uh memories to burn i was writing seven songs a day but well the seven songs it, it came up to like 14 in two days and then i just recorded like because they had like 24 songs but i didn't want to go over that because Cause you know it was just like the leftovers, like Runaway and um, Prove Myself Part Two. That was just like leftovers. So by the time I I wrote like separate tracks, I was just thinking, well, I'm gonna just go ahead and add this, you know. But cause I didn't know where those songs was going, cause I know we recorded like maybe six, six of those songs, and it, they just went somewhere else. <laughs> You know, for the mixtape, but I feel like, you know, when you, like, it's certain beats that you can be adaptive to. Like, when we rapped on that drill beat, no mids, it took me, like, five takes just to record, like, one simple verse. Like, do you have many takes like that, or you you just do it, like, all at once, the first time? So, for, for that drill beat in particular, I did... I actually did like two takes. Well, I did like, I did consider it like two verses if you want. Um, like the first half, I did that in one take. The second half, I was just trying to figure out a way to like end the beat before you come up on the hook. Yeah. The last line. So like I had to take that at least like three or four times just to like get that closing statement out. You feel me? Um, it's usually one take for me sometimes if I feel like the verse is eh. I just go back and change the song. Um, most of the songs I already I put out or recently uh, I've done, mm-hmm. I've changed some of them clips on it. Sometimes like the original hook doesn't sound right, um, so I just change it back. For drill beats, I don't mess with them as much. I practice on them, so I got the feel of them. Um, but my best recommendation to that one for making a drill beat is just listen to like anything like Pop Smoke, King Kong. Yeah. So, like you, you get a feel of it. So you gotta be like, okay, you can say like at least um, almost like a three word like hit. You know, it's like hit the back when I hit the corner. Take a break. Take a breeze. Yeah. 
prison stuff. Yeah. yeah. The drill beats are like kind of hippie, but in South Florida, nobody's gonna be fucking rapping on drill beats. To be honest. Yeah, cause that was like my first time rapping on a drill beat ever, so I didn't know what my approach was gonna be because I was just studying uh, Fabio porn before I wrote my verse, and I was thinking, yo, if he can do it, then I can do it because I heard the game track when he uh, featured Fabio Foreign too. I'm like. Everybody going over this drill production. You know, I could do it too. Like, I need that. I needed that challenge. I needed to challenge myself. And that's what made me start going to, like, the rapping and singing transition. Because that was all over my um, Freedom for the Real album. Because I felt like that would make it easier on my voice. Because last year, I had COVID symptoms with laryngitis. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that shit fucking sucked. So... I explained about that on uh, my album Too Late for Flowers and that's what made me go back and do a deluxe too because I wasn't going to do a deluxe. I was just keep it at 10 tracks but then I was thinking, man, I haven't did 10 tracks in a long time so I, I need to add more to this this closing statement of you know Too Late for Flowers and that's when I did um, uh, Been So Long. I did that first. I did that back in May. And then I did um, Redemption on My Mind. I did that before I turned the album in. So it's like, I got that off at the last minute. And shout out to Freddie Jochum too, because I rapped on at least 30 of his beats like in my catalog. So he's a dope producer. But um, back to Too Late for Flowers, because when I was rapping that, I did like Fever Check. And then I did uh, Work the Weight. Because no... I was going to make a no fall off deluxe, but then I was thinking I was just going to keep these tracks and just put them on something else because I had flowers done already. I had worth the weight done already. And then I had uh, if love was a woman done already. And then I just went back and added fever check because I wrote that with a fever. That's why it's called fever check because I had a high ass fever. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was thinking like. I'm going to just write this track, Fever Check, with like a 103 fever. And so when I get past this fever, I can just go and record it. So that's why I came up with the hook, like Fever Check. I feel temperatures rising, hot or cold. I'm going to find my way out the mud. Like, I wrote that with a fever. <laughs> like, that shit is just like a new transition for me. Nah, I, I, I can't do that shit like that after a fever, man. That's, that's too much. I'm like chilling in bed. Bro, I've been sick so many times this year. Like, even trying to sing, that shit breaks my voice out, bro. I was going to ask you, too. How do you feel about doing deluxe albums now? Because I feel like that's a trend going on. And I, I only did, like, one deluxe for my drum album. And that was just pretty much it. I, I just don't like consuming something that you actually very hate it. Yeah. Like, I feel like with Deluxe, I mean, it can be good, like, if you're trying to finish, like, a classic, but I feel like the upload process is a pain, because I feel like, let's say, if you make 20 tracks or 22 tracks, and you add maybe 10 more, or, like, maybe 15 more, the upload process is hell, like, you gotta go through all the clearances, and then you gotta go through the redo the cover art, and then you got to make sure everything is mixed and mastered again, because if you don't, they'll reject the release. So, I mean, 
I think I'm kind of done right now, but if I did, it would be No Freedom for the Real Deluxe. If I if I did it, that would be my last Deluxe because I did like, uh, was it DC Universe 6 Deluxe? Then I did Too Late for Flowers Deluxe. Yeah, I, I think if I did it, it would be my last one, but I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. It's just people try to get more streams, but, you know. It's like you streaming the same yeah, songs man, over and famous. over. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, man, that's how I feel about it. It's like, even on that song, too. But I'm just like, I thought about it, but I'm like, I can't do a deluxe sometimes. It's just like, if I feel like a project's done, it's going to be done, you know? If I have, like, any extra songs, like, if I would save it or just, like, put out, like, a little EP after it. Yeah. If I do a deluxe, I'll just, like, you know, try to keep it to a minimum of it. I know my label just approved everything like as soon as I turn it in. Like for um the album, my EP and a few songs and like, you know, re releases I did recently here. I submitted all like a couple of like five projects in one day. Like the next morning it was approved. I'm just like, Okay. I ain't gotta worry about that shit. <laughs> for real, like when you try to rush project release dates, they'll tell you to hold off until one is approved. But the the one thing, like, with Amuse, like, they would tell you, like, when it's approved, and then you have to wait, like, four weeks to, you know, submit another one. But, like, with DistroKid and, like, some of them other ones, like, DistroKid had my shit up in at least a day and a half. Like, that's a true testament. And then with, I used uh, a few other ones, but... I, and I use the distribution for SoundCloud, and they they uploading processes like a muse. Like you have to wait at least four weeks for your um for your single to come out. Like I did my track home. Like I did that first, but with home, I felt like you know around that time, I felt like I was burnt out again, and I just put together a track and. After I put together a track, eh, yeah, it's 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 at least my favorite, but you know it's part of the deluxe, so can't be mad at it. Yeah, man. <laughs> so no, nah, man, what a what a muse that's the I'm with right now, man. Cause I I I'm a VIP overall, bro. So like I get all the fast forwards and shit like that. So like literally, like I put my request in for like a song, next day like approved. I don't even gotta worry about it. It's just like Everything's good. Everything's good. Right. Awesome. And and just like, to I think, put in for my my new single coming out this month. Put it on what, Friday, Saturday, where you're free. No questions asked. Damn, that's dope. And just imagine, like yeah, when we uh, first joined the Muse, I found it, and then I I told you about it, and then but I didn't know that Lil Nas X was on a Muse as well. I'm like. Damn, we was on the same label as him. Like, this shit ain't making sense. <laughs> and he he blew up nah, from abuse. I think it's only for like a distribution company. I don't think it's just like a full record label, you know, because we're not signed to them. Yeah. Um, you can get signed to them. You gotta like work for that shit out. But like, I'd rather have I like my own label as it is for twenty four yeah. records and all that. Yeah. My label. Um, but I just like the distribution plan that we got. So. Any project I want to put out, I can definitely do it without any issue. Um, 
and then of course if we want to go and expand and create like a sign off from others i can definitely upload that show without my issue as well oh that's true that's one way of thinking about it because i feel like back then i just wanted a distribution deal like not even a deal like that but just to get my music on itunes and spotify and all that stuff because you know a lot of people be telling us like man get your music on those platforms and then they don't even go and listen to them I'm like, what? <laughs> like this shit? <laughs> well, you know, have, have yeah, you ever man. been through that? Like people telling you that you should have your music everywhere and then they don't even listen to it? I mean, some people tell me that and I, I just don't care. Dude. I just like do what I feel like is right. I get some additional feedback in the songs to see what people think about it. And, and then if they like it, and then I like certain ones, then I'll go ahead and upload it here. Like, um, I know that my album recently, I had to get a second opinion on that shit. I know you're one of them, too. But you gave me, like, your feedback on them. Uh, yeah. I have one, another person who told me about the feedback. Like, there were some certain songs I had to switch around just to go ahead and make it, like, sound much better. Because um, the ending songs I had um, to Autumn, that one on, on the last on that project, it wasn't supposed to be on the album at all. So, like, I had to switch around. Luckily, I had to save. So it, it's been replaced by something else. So feedback's good, but like people try to say, like you know, you should put out your music everywhere, and they don't support it. Then they 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 weren't gonna sign it. They were, you know they weren't gonna support it anyway. So to then have that opinion on it, just whatever. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like when people used to tell me, like, man, you you need to put out your first EP. Like when I was back in like what, 2014, and I was trying to get back into the rhythm of it, you know, people was telling me, man, you need to hurry up and do a mixtape, do an EP, and then by the time 2015 came, that February, I already dropped an EP called DC Universe, and then I did another one called Back to Basics, but I deleted that project off of SoundCloud, because, you know, it was copyright beats, but, (laughs) you know, story of my career, but I don't know. I mean, as far as like support and feedback, a lot of people be tripping off of that, but we already know the deal. Like we know the politics of it already and we just already see it face value to like people don't even know how long it took us to write that music. Like to even think about the concept of even doing like a a full album, a full mixtape, full EP and all that stuff. They just think it's easy, but it's not. Like it's it's mentally frustrating at times. Yeah, man, it usually is. That's why I just like I don't. I try not to worry about it. It's just like a whole project if I'm working on it. Like if it's an album, like a studio album, like I get stressed out a little bit, trying to make sure it sounds right. If not, I can redo it all over again. It's just that fear of just like scrapping a full studio album when you're getting ready to turn that shit in. <laughs> True. Like I did that before. Like. I submitted a full album and a mixtape, and then at the last minute, I just scrapped it. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't want to release this. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's usually how it goes. Like, that's why I try not to worry about shit anymore. Like, I just record, save it. But when it's time for like album time, I just try to focus on it and go as heavy as I can. That's true. Yo, if you could sample any old school beat, which one would you sample and why? 
I feel like I, I would have sampled on the image, yeah, that's for sure. Because, like, if you sample an old song, it's just the cost that you're going to have to give up for your own song overall. It's like that Juice World song that he did, with, he sampled Sting. Um, he had, like, most of the songs, royalties he's get, it's not going to be enough to cover for his fucking life. But compared to, own, you know, your own song originally. So, I would rather, like, sample my own shit if I have to, just to make it sound good if I was needed. Like, I would sample my own songs. I wouldn't sample, like, an established artist that's there. Like, if I sample Elton John, I'm pretty sure he's going to be asking for, like, like, what, maybe 80%, 90% of that, that song if it's going well and all that shit. So, I'm like, I'd rather sample my own artist. Less feathers, less bombs, less legal yeah, and the thing about it, like, even if the person is living or not, you still gotta contact them. Like, you gotta find out, um, you know, their. It's it's another word for it. Um, yeah, you gotta contact their estate to get approval. I think that happened. Yeah, a state. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Robin Dick on that one. That song they had recently, uh, years ago. Uh, um, they did like a little sample on it, and then they're getting sued fucking millions out of that shit. It's probably even worth it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean the beat I would remake, but I wouldn't advise it. Is that song, uh, Red Light Red Light Special by TLC? Just add some trap drums on yeah. it, slow it down, and it'd be like Bryson Tiller beats. <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling any producer out there just to sample it, but, you know, I mean, it's just an idea, you know, but I ain't trying to get nobody sued, but, you know, if if, if that was the beat that I would sample, I would sample that one. Just slow it down, put some drums on it, like, the, the way it comes on, and then just have the guitar part group, and then add some, some bass in it, that'd be dope as fuck. Yeah, man, I think it'd be a dope idea. Just like that whole sample character shit we're gonna get going on. That's why I try to avoid it the best that I can. The very little samples I get, the less legal fees I'm gonna get. <laughs> shit, man. And it's like, I don't even got a lawyer. <laughs> you feel me? So it's just like, you know, producers trying to get your shit taken down too. And, you know, just the people at state trying to get your shit taken down too. It's like, it's too, it's not even worth it. It's too much. Exactly, yeah, man. That's why it's better to get the beat bought and all that shit so that way they can't take that shit down. <laughs> and especially, like, these some of these distribution companies, like, I was with one called Track, and um, I submitted my song Feel Alone through them, and they came back at least four or five months later talking about it's been claimed by somebody else. I'm like, yo, how is it being claimed? And I was on YouTube. And then I searched for, like, you know, was there any, like, copyright or anything? It wasn't no copyright, and my song wasn't flagged. So I'm like, yo, this company on some bullshit for real. Like, what they trying to do? They trying to keep my money? And it's just, like, you have to wait to, like, 90, 90 days just to get something, just for, for all the revenue to come in. So I'm like, yo, why I got to wait, like, 90 days just to get my report, like, my sales report? And then, yeah, they say it's like, I, cause I have paid for like they um, 
the unlimited plan. So when I did that, it's like you could get custom release dates and all this stuff. So I I paid like ten bucks because it was like ten bucks for unlimited everything. Like you could set like your track, your track date and like pre orders and stuff. And then they say you got a limit to like fifty dollars just for you to get some money. So. I had got like seven thousand on Phil Alone, and then they was talking about, "Oh, your song has been claimed by such and such." And then when I looked on YouTube, it wasn't claimed, so they froze my shit. And then even with uh, no fall off, like that's why I'm trying to get it on all platforms again because they froze my shit again. So no, shit. <laughs> shit, not even worth it. <laughs> it's not even worth it. And then it wasn't yeah, even. It was cleared, and, and just, like, three or four months go by, then they say it's claimed by somebody. I'm like, nah, this is some bullshit. Like, they, they trying to rob me, bro. <laughs> but Nah, man, that should be happening a lot, man. I did, like, a bit of song before one time. Well, I did a few, so where, like, people actually have the beat, too. Um, I know Four was one of them with Space, and the other one was a song... I had out, but like I know Young Blue had it in one of his projects back in 2020, so that fucked me up big time on that one. I had a fucking change. It was, it was before one more mistake. So like when Young Blue had that shit, I was like so pissed, bro. I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All I, right. I forgot what song it was, but I'm just like, I know it was the same producer we both um, have beat on, and I'm like working on the shit. And they hit me with that issue, like, hey, somebody already claimed that song, you gotta take it down. I'm like, oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Next thing you know, I just see fucking Young Blue with that, with that song. I'm just like, man, fuck this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man, I hate when that shit happens. Like, you you could do, like, a perfect verse on a beat, and then when you upload it, it says somebody claimed it already, or, like, somebody else's label. I'm like, damn. That shit happened, like, eight times. It even... On SoundCloud, they was trying to get rid of my account because they were saying that this sample wasn't clear. I'm like, yo, if it wasn't clear, why would it be on YouTube? <laughs> like, this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just politics, man. It's just like, if you can upload a beat that you did or, like, if you sample somebody and then you try to resell it, I'm like, if it cleared on YouTube, how come it can't clear on SoundCloud? But, like, SoundCloud be picky as hell. I think it's with um, YouTube, you can get away with it because they can consider it as a, a freestyle. SoundCloud, it still has to go under like certain rules and regulations like um, for that as well. Because I think they can get sued for that shit too. Yeah, SoundCloud, yeah, they just be picky like they did it with, uh, with Too Late for Flowers because I was trying to upload it on my other SoundCloud account and it was like this is claimed by such and such. I'm like, how is it claimed? I'm the same person. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just like, you, you got to get clearance for the person that you, because uh, I, I submitted a fever check and then it was saying that I had to get it cleared by my own label. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the person right here. Like, it's, it's like, oh, you got to provide statement and details about how you own the audio. I'm like, what the fuck? For real, it's like that's one thing SoundCloud need to clear up. You know, 
But YouTube don't do that. Like, YouTube, it will say, like, well, it's been claimed by such and such, but you, you still get to keep your song up. Oh man, that's why I always record a whole shit ton of songs just in case. And they said like, yeah, that song can't beat up. I'm like, all right, bet. Put this one up. And they usually get a dash of the crew back anyway. So I'm just like, I ain't struggling out too much. Yeah, it's like, that's the that's the most stupidest part about it. It's just like, they don't have enough. I mean, they ran by systems anyway. So it's just like, you know, the bot don't even realize that it's you re-uploading your old shit. (laughs) 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 So, I'm like, yo, if the bot feel like that, you know, why would they say it's claimed by somebody else, but it's it's stupid as fuck, but... Yo, do you got any more uh, projects coming up? Any song singles? Yeah, man, so I got a... I got a single dropping out later on this month. It's gonna be called Way Back to You. That's going to be coming out from the Amorphi tape, which should be coming out sometime early next year. Might drop it towards the end of the month, uh, end of the year, possibly. Um, I got a tape coming out next month called Red Eye Vibes. Uh, It's going to be a little mix of some trap and some pop beats. Um, Other than that, I'm just going to be doing some songs and just stacking them up to to next year for those releases. Uh, so I'm doing project after project. I might be working on my next studio album soon, but nothing concrete just yet. I'm just going to do a little few pieces here and there. Um, and then I'm going to send over that feature to you too for the remix for my new single. Uh, so that way I can get some plays too. Yo, that would be dope. I, like we was talking about that track earlier. Yo, I, I'm still thinking about that sample of, of what that sound was going to sound like, you know. Because I know we, we flow good on sample beats. Like, I mean, I, I would just rap on sample beats my whole career. You know, it's like you really don't need a, a perfect flow for sample beats. But it depends on, like, you know, the 808s and the, and the snare. So it, it depends on how you flow on it. But if it's just like a regular sample that just loop over and over, man, we got this shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> that one I'll send it to you for that one. Like I'll probably send it tomorrow. Uh, oh, tomorrow sure. in the afternoon, so that we can get it. Because I gotta move around um, one of the hooks towards the end of it, so that we can just complete it out. Because the single that I have is just a shortened version. Yeah. Um, when I release the tape, it's gonna have like the full extended version um, with my second verse and play. So I gotta get all, most of my songs mixed. Um, my, I gotta get a master this time. So once I get a master month, I might go ahead and release them, probably upload it, or just probably sit on it a little bit longer. But sometimes I like to add a couple of more finished touches when I'm out, too. So like I'll put, sneak in a new beat here, left and right. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of better. But this 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 time, probably going to hit some. going to hit hard, bro. When you hit that sample, you can do all that shit. <laughs> Man, I can't, wait to hit, I can't wait to hit that shit, you know. But... Well, with me, I'm just working on, like, you know, little songs here and there. But I know I got this podcast, so I'm going to just keep, you know, working on new episodes. But I got another way for me to record. Like, I I know I got my mic and everything, like a new setup. But it's just another app that I'm using. It gave me, like, that that, uh, chopped and screwed feeling. 
and it's just like one of the vocal effects, like with Travis Scott auto tune, it's dope as hell. So I'm a, I'm gonna try to test that out on some of the new songs that I'm working on, but um, I'm gonna not work on that deluxe, but it's that other one coming, Feelings Bleed Two. Yo, I, I want everybody to feel their feelings on that, cause I showed you the cover, so okay. yo, you already I know. Every, I think everybody's <laughs> waiting for the next album to come out. Like you already know the vibes and with officially the labels, you know, we can we can work on that again, you know. Just when the time is right, you feel me? Yeah, man. I think we should work on at least like a, a little EP, a three track EP soon. Or like we'll work on an album coming out maybe this year or next year. So but I don't got like no other releases coming out this year for like anything major, so we can probably work on that and build up on that. Yeah, we can definitely work on the EP. You know, I usually finish up an EP in a day. It depends. No same, bro. Like, I can finish that shit out, man. But <laughs> I, I think for the fans, like, we can let them know that we're going to be working on something soon. Hopefully we get that shit out by the end of this year. Oh, yeah, man. Because, you know, when I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. <laughs> like, I could just write a easily 10 tracks in, in, two, in less than two weeks. So... I'm always thinking exactly, about something. Bro, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking about something, but I'm not gonna hold you too long. We're gonna close this segment here. And if you if you enjoyed this segment, follow this podcast, Universium Everywhere, and subscribe on YouTube. And before we leave, I just wanna uh give my respects to the people who passed this week and last week. Rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth the second. Queen of the United Kingdom. She was 96 years old. Rest in peace to Ramsey Lewis, American jazz pianist. He was 87 years old. Rest in peace to Jesse Powell, R&B star. He passed away at his home, age 51. And last, rest in peace, PNB Rock, American rapper who was robbed and shot and killed on the 12th of September. He was 30 years old. Let's have a moment of silence for those people. And we out. Episode five is in the books. Episode number six is coming soon. I know they they gave me a milestone for episode number five, but that was just an extra trailer. But you know, this is the real episode number five right here. Uh thanks for coming through, yes, man. Sir. Thank you, man. Thank you have on. Hopefully we'll come back soon. Hopefully with the next shop we come around coming up with a, with a new single, a new song for you guys. True, I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. All right, y'all. All right, peace.